What wide receiver should you trade for right now if you are in the rebuilding process in your dynasty league? All that and more this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk. You could follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I am joined by my co host, Marcus Mosier. You could follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Be sure to listen uh, to all of these episodes because we're helping you build uh, the roster uh, construction in. Your win now teams, check out those episodes from last week. We broke down trade targets position by position. And now we're going to help you with those teams that, I don't know, we might need to knock down, start over again. It happens. It happens in the NFL. It's bound to happen to some of our some of our dynasty mm-hmm. rosters. So, Marcus, happy Monday. How are you today? Happy Monday, Kate. And actually, it's uh, happy football. We actually get NFL football this week on Thursday I'll be at the Hall of Fame game between Jacksonville and Las Vegas, but still My two favorite teams. Yeah, still football, right? It's 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 a good time to be a football fan. Football is back. Uh, we're going to talk about some receivers, as you mentioned, that we should trade for if you're in a rebuilding mode. But before we do that, okay, we've got some breaking NFL news. Uh, we heard late on Sunday evening that Sue Roberts was going to issue her recommendation of a ruling on the Deshaun Watson case. She did on Monday morning recommending a six-game suspension. We should be very clear. This is probably not over. Roger Goodell has three days to uh, appeal that ruling issue, further suspension if he wants. But Sue, Sue Roberts, the chief uh, officer here, believes that Watson should only get a six-game suspension. What are your thoughts? I mean, personal thoughts aside, uh, it, it just doesn't seem long enough uh, yeah. personally. But, I mean, God, if you're a Browns fan, you've got to be completely ecstatic. Now, it's really hard uh, to discuss this news because, obviously, the the ramifications of this decision uh, it, and what led to this decision are obviously much bigger than fantasy football. But that is what we're here to talk about. So we do need to spin this from the fantasy football perspective. Marcus, Deshaun Watson, uh, he has seen a dip since all of this information has come to light. But not not a very significant dip, I would say. So what he's currently being drafted uh, right around what QB eight, mm-hmm. QB nine, mm-hmm. and I mean before that he was maybe sitting around QB three four. Like we haven't seen a tremendous loss of volume here uh, in terms of his draft position. He's got an upgraded situation uh, in Cleveland. I'm not rostering him on my dynasty teams, to be clear. But is there value to be had in Deshaun Watson? Maybe. I don't you know. Don't sound I, very I, I just don't even know how to talk about this situation. I really don't. Yeah. I, for his, let's just talk about it from the dynasty point by itself, because that's really what we're talking about here. If you own Deshaun Watson in dynasty, or you're looking to trade for him, this is the time, right? I mean, because once we get closer into the season, once the suspension starts to actually go in place, okay, you're going to have him on your roster and able to play him here in the middle of October, which is, I think, a lot sooner than anybody anticipated. 
Yeah, week I, seven I don't see how his value uh, against doesn't. the Baltimore Ravens is would be his yeah. first game back. I don't see how his value doesn't skyrocket here over the next few months. Yeah, I agree. And again, this is like, this is kind of one of those trade-offs where you have to be comfortable uh, with the situation. And if you can put uh, the, the business aspect aside and, and you're solely looking at this from a fantasy football perspective, Deshaun Watson has been one of the most productive quarterbacks when on the field. Mm-hmm. He gets a much upgraded situation in terms of coach, in terms of supporting cast, in terms of just overall roster construction to help support that quarterback. He's in a much better position now uh, if we're excluding the the personal issues that he sure. has off the field than he was back at the Houston Texans. Uh, and let's just assume that the six-game suspension does stand uh, that means he's going to miss about 40-ish percent of the 2022 um, fantasy season. But again, this is a long-term play for you for your, in your dynasty league and if, for the Cleveland Browns. So just kind of really quickly off the cuff, he's being drafted as QB 12. Here are the quarterbacks ahead of him. You tell me how many you would take uh, Watson over. Jalen Hurts, QB 11. I'll take Hurts. Really? Okay. I'm a little surprised about that. I think I would take Watson. Russell Wilson, QB 10. Russell Wilson. Trevor Lawrence, QB 9. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Trey Lance, QB 8. Give me Lance. Okay. Dak Prescott, QB 7. Hmm. Dak Prescott. Okay. Uh, and then Kyler Murray, QB 6. And I'm assuming the rest Kyler of the Murray. Yeah. So you you wouldn't move him up basically at all, maybe one or two spots, maybe inside of the top 10. But is there any concerns for you about just the offense in general? Because I do think Kevin Stefanski wants this to be a run first offense that utilizes a lot of play action. I, I'm not sure he's going to get the volume that a lot of people are anticipating. I'm not sure if he gets the volume. It definitely doesn't. Uh, it, it's not. It, this was kind of why Deshaun Watson was like a surprising pick uh, for like the the Cleveland Browns to be in pursuit of because it didn't really seem to mesh with what they wanted to build. But I also think that Kevin Stefanski is a, a very talented coach. I think having that that stability in the run game could help even further with Deshaun Watson's efficiency. The, the biggest question, though, I wonder is how much might Kevin Stefanski adjust his scheme to fit quarterback Deshaun Watson? We mm-hmm. see it. Uh, I, I always point to what the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson. They looked at the prospect they had and they adjusted the scheme to build around that quarterback. I don't know that you trade for Deshaun Watson amid all these concerns and then uh, plan to rank first in the NFL in, in rush attempts. Like, yeah. I, I think they are going to... They're going to be balanced, for sure. There's no they're way... Going they're going to be not. more balanced, I think, than they were in the past, and I think that is going to favor Deshaun Watson. Uh, I don't disagree. Again, this is far from over. It doesn't seem like... Um, it doesn't seem like it's a lock that Deshaun Watson's only going to be suspended six games, but... We shall see. We'll continue to update this story uh, as more information becomes available. Make sure you're downloading and listening to the podcast. I'm sure Matt and Ryan will will ch- uh, they'll chime in on this later in the week. Again, we still have a long, long ways to go with this story. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on to some receivers that we should maybe talk about buying if you are in rebuild mode. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Dave. 
if you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. But Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that can help get you up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There is no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That is D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve member FDIC. All right, Kate, who is your first receiver that you want to talk about if you are in a rebuild mode uh, that you want to acquire? All right, let's talk about a wide receiver whose name we haven't mentioned in a long time. I'm talking about Elijah Moore, wide receiver for the New York Jets, 5'9", mm. 185 pounds, coming out of Old Miss in 2021 uh, and was a part of that disastrous rookie season for uh, Zach Wilson. But I, I'm coming back to my evaluation of the prospect and the fact that I just think he's such a high upside player I'm looking at the changes that have taken place within the Jets organization. This is a much better team overall, top to bottom in their roster than we saw last season. You have Zach Wilson, who did, uh, after sitting uh, with his knee injury for a few games, came back and he looked like a more thoughtful quarterback. He looked like a more competent quarterback. And it, you know what? Like uh, Elijah Moore, I, I think is going to benefit so much from the drafting of Garrett Wilson. I just think this is a much better offense. Looking at what Elijah Moore did last year when healthy, now he missed a game uh, due to concussion, then he was placed on the IR with a quad mm -hmm. injury. But to close out the season, uh, weeks nine on, so he was, uh, let's look at weeks nine through 13, that's his, his like healthy active sample here had three games of 20 or more fantasy points. Marcus, would it surprise you if Elijah, if I told you Elijah Moore had as many uh, top 12 performances last year as CD lamb? No, because Elijah Moore was freaking great at the end of the season. I mean, before he got hurt, he was so good. Uh, I actually, I have the numbers right here. Last six games of the year, uh, almost 500 yards from scrimmage and five touchdowns. We'll take that. Yep. All, all day. And I, I think the really fascinating part is kind of like last year, we saw the way that the Jets organization wanted to use him. And it wasn't necessarily as uh, like that, that slot wide receiver that we all thought he could end up being. He only saw 28% of snaps out of the slot. He was playing out wide, which like for a player of his size uh, for him to step in and immediately be that outside wide receiver. Like I believe in the talent. I think out of all the wide receivers in uh, last year's class, like his hands are bar none. Uh, give me Elijah Moore with a, a, another year of experience under the belt. I mean, Marcus, like I, I think that the ceiling is very high here. I think that, as we're looking at this team and the changes they've made, it's really hard not to buy into this team. If you're buying into Brees Hall, which I know y'all are, 
Mm-hmm. You should be buying into all of these really talented players. Um, I think Zach Wilson is kind of the biggest variable here, but there's enough talent around him that I'm going to buy in. This one's really tough for me, Kate, for a whole bunch of different reasons. But the first is I, I love Elijah Moore. I love them coming out of college. Uh, I love them at Ole Miss when he averaged more receiving yards per game than Devontae Smith. But a- there's a couple wide receiver 27. I should mention that. Yes. And that's what makes me a little bit nervous is you're paying top price for him. Not top price. You're paying a good price for him right now. Um, and we just haven't seen it yet. And they did add um, Garrett Wilson and they brought back Baxton Barrios. But the thing that makes me the most concerned, Kate, is last year in the seven games that he played with Zach Wilson, he got 41% of his targets and he averaged 28 receiving yards per game. Now, if you look at the other games when he was playing with three different quarterbacks, Joe Flacco, Mike White, and Josh Johnson, he averaged 84 yards per game. Like he just, for whatever reason, didn't mesh well with Zach Wilson. And I don't know if it's because Elijah Moore is a slot receiver who kind of relies on timing routes and getting open and getting the ball and making plays after the catch while Zach Wilson's game is more getting outside the pocket and making plays downfield and being more of a freestyle quarterback. I, I, I just have concerns that their, their games don't fit particularly well together, which has me a little bit scared. I, I think it's, it's fine to be scared. And honestly, like Zach Wilson is the, the scariest part of this yes. entire question mark, but Marcus, I think the upside that you're getting for wide receiver 28 at this point, like, I mean, he's being drafted behind players like uh, Jerry Judy, who I think I would take Elijah Moore uh, over Jerry Judy, Keenan Allen. I'll take Elijah Moore over Keenan Allen at this point uh, as Elijah Moore sits just 22 years old. Um, He's got a whole season under his belt and he's still, the same age as Traylon Burks, who's just stepping into Tennessee. Like the sky feels like it's the absolute limit for this kid. And yeah. at wide receiver 27, I just think the upside is too great for the prospect uh, in, in the current situation. I think, again, for you to buy into Elijah Moore, though, is for you to believe that uh, Zach Wilson has a chance to develop this year as a quarterback. And he's I be competent. Think That's all he needs to be is competent, right? If he's he needs a, to be com- competent. And I do think that he's capable of being competent. Like, I, I think that's absolutely, we saw when Zach Wilson, I mean, watching him play Marcus was just freaking painful last year. Yeah. Like just absolutely awful to watch. It was not fun, but he did. Uh, show, I, I think, a lot of improvement when he came back after sitting there for uh, what he missed four weeks. He, he he just looked like he learned a little bit just stepping back and watching yeah. things on the sideline. Elijah Moore, another year older, another year within the offense. He had six or more targets in nine of his eleven games in his rookie season. Like, I I just think. It, Give me, give me all of the Elijah I, Moore. I, I hope you're right in this one because I, t- again, I love Elijah Moore. One of my favorite players in the league right now to watch. I want him to be really good. He's a, he's a player that you want to have on your team and root for because he's fun to watch. Uh, let's hope that the jets find ways to get him the football in space and allow him to be a dynamic playmaker. All right. My next one, or my first one, Michael Gallup. Uh, Michael Gallup is a, is a perfect guy to target if you're rebuilding because number one, 
he's probably not going to play right away. So if you're trying to organically tank, he's a perfect guy. Organically to have tank. I, I've never yeah. heard that phrase. And that is brilliant. I love that phrasing. Because there's a good chance Michael Gallup misses at least the first four games of the season. Uh, and that point, you know, your roster might be depleted a little bit. But this is somebody who has legitimate wide receiver to upside. Kate, if you remember when he was uh, the number two receiver for the Cowboys back in 2019, this is Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup caught 66 passes for 1,100 yards and six touchdowns. To start the 2020 season, he was on pace to have the same type of numbers as the wide receiver three for the Cowboys until Dak Prescott got hurt. 2021, he gets hurt in week one with calf injury, and then he tears his ACL later in the year. So he, obviously the production isn't there. He's got the injury now, but good news. He signed a long-term deal with the Cowboys this offseason, so he's locked in with the team over the next four years, basically. He's tied to a really good quarterback in Dak Prescott who likes to throw the ball to him down the field, and he's going to basically be locked in as the number two receiver in his current price uh, on Dynasty League football is 108 overall, and it's dropping. Uh, and I would expect once we get the news that he is going to miss the first three, four, five games of the season, it's going to go down even further. You can get him for a song right now, basically. I've seen a couple of trades. Michael Gallup for a third-round pick. Michael Gallup in a fourth-round pick for Kennedy Brooks in a third-round pick. Nothing. And you can get a wide receiver, too. For uh, You can steal him right now. I think that's fair. I'm not quite as sold on Michael Gallup as, as you are. Um, and you know what? I could be totally off on that because you are the resident Cowboys expert. But it, Marcus, would it surprise you to know that uh, we saw uh, back in 2020 when we were all still kind of hyped about Michael Gallup, he had just as many top 12 weeks as young Elijah Moore and Elijah Moore's yeah. rookie season back in 2019, his like breakout season still only had three top 12 weeks. And it, he's, he's just kind of always going to be that guy who's not necessarily the primary target in that offense. It, Dak Prescott, we know he's willing to disperse the ball a, a bit more. Like he's, he's a good quarterback, so he's not going to force feed the ball to any specific receiver, but I, I mean, I think we would all be in agreement here that even when uh, fully healthy, he's not going to be the primary target. I, I, I have reservations here about this yeah. one. Like, uh, you know, looking at, at dynasty startup ADP Marcus at this point, um, I would much prefer, uh, you know, my, my guy, uh, Elijah Moore. I don't know if you've, you've oh, of course. Him. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, um, to me, it's, that's not even close, but see Michael Gallup, at least being ranked like around wide receiver, 48 wide receiver, 49. Like for example, Tyler Boyd and Michael Gallup are going around in the same spot. I, I would much rather have Michael Gallup considering he's, he's younger. He's on an offense. It just doesn't have as many clear targets. That's where I think how, the value is. How about this? Uh, Michael Gallup or, Alan Lazard, both the same age, um, both in an opportunity where they could see a hefty target share. I'd rather have Gallup. I'd rather have Lazard this year. I'd rather have Gallup long-term. Okay, that's fair. Now, Marcus, um, 
my next question would be Michael Gallup or player X, but player X is who I'm going to be talking about next. So ah. I don't want to spoil it. No, that's fine. Let's let's uh, let's get to your player X right after I tell you guys about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Kate, your next rebuilding wide receiver target is? George Pickens, wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's go. Uh, you guys uh, should have seen this one coming and you're not going to be able to trade for this player for very long because I mean, I have to imagine that even going into August, he is going to take a huge climb up the draft boards with the hype that we've been seeing out of training camp. But George Pickens, second round pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers, 21 years old, 6'3", 195 pounds. And it's looking like uh, as far as all all things are considered he's looking like the real deal coming out of camp breakout age of 18.5 years. Now this is a guy who as a true freshman right out of the gate made an immediate impact in Georgia, uh, 726 yards in his true freshman season, just absolutely wild. I mean, a, a couple of years ago, we probably were looking at George Pickens like uh, neck and neck here with Jamar Chase for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like uh, Debbie picks, uh, Debbie rankings. Like George Pickens was right up there as one of the top receiving prospects. And it, it just, it, things didn't go great. Things didn't progress well. As a sophomore, didn't do fantastic. Then he tore his ACL. Uh, and then when he returned from the torn ACL, didn't look, Fantastic, as we often see with receiving prospects. But I do think that that time that he uh, attempted to uh, return to the field, I think it hurt him a little bit. I think it probably would have been better to leave things to the imagination Mm -hmm. uh, than it wouldn't necessarily have been to see him not as his best self. But just absolutely uh, a dominant kind of player. He can play on the outside just in such a dominant fashion. I think he's got very just instinctual uh, receiving skills, but I just think that he is like this. He's an alpha dog and uh, the Steelers, we know they're excellent at recruiting wide receivers, but I mean, let's be honest, if it weren't for this torn ACL, I think we would have seen Pickens go easily in the first round and you know it, it it's unfortunate for him but man he got drafted into a great situation here obviously there are questions about quarterback we need to see him healthy but i mean he is just so dominant at the catch point that it's really hard not to buy into him as a true alpha wide receiver in you know a, a offense that I mean, plenty of question marks, but I think that's kind of drafted or baked into his draft price, right? Yeah, and I I don't think Deontay Johnson's going to get a long-term deal with Pittsburgh. Unfortunately not. 
And that makes me really nervous about his long-term value because he's really been a volume play more so than anything else. Like his efficiency is not great. He's not a huge touchdown scorer. So I think there's a good chance that by the end of this season, George Pickens is the more valuable dynasty receiver. He's extremely young, the youngest receiver in the class. He's got the the tools and the, the kind of pedigree that we want from like an X, true X, number one outside receiver. I like it, Kate. I think this is a good call. This is the time to buy him, even though people are really excited about what he's done in camp so far. Yeah, I think this is like a, a buy high, quote unquote, but I mean, it like it, it's going to be, I think, not long before we see him take over. And the issue with the Steelers, like they're so good at recruiting uh, or scouting receivers that they don't always need to pay. I like no. I'm as a Steelers fan rooting for them to pay Deontay Johnson. I think he's a much better wide receiver than you do, Marcus. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, it's it's really hard when you're this good at recruiting wide receivers to pay one and justify paying one when you're yeah. like, well, nine times out of ten, when we draft one in the second or third round, we're gonna get wide receiver production out of them. Like it, it the Steelers, uh have had their wide receiver one finish in the top 16 of scoring in fantasy every single year over the last decade, except one season, one season. And that's just, yep. it, it's, it's hard to pass up, man. Uh, all right. Last one for me before we head out, this is real. this is a deep, deep one, but Josh Palmer for the Los Angeles chargers. It's not that I love Josh Palmer's talent. I think he's a fine receiver. It's more about the situation, right? He's going to be the third receiver at best this year. There's a chance they they use some Jalen Guyton to make the offense a little bit faster, but they paid Mike Williams a big contract. And I'm looking to 2023 because the Chargers are right now scheduled to be 13, almost $14 million over the cap. Uh, and they have a very easy potential release. They could, they could cut Keenan Allen as a post June one cut and save 17 and a half million. Uh, Keenan Allen would be 31 years old at that point. I kind of wonder if something like that might happen. I think Josh Palmer could step into that number two role. You're attaching yourself to a good quarterback and Justin Herbert. We'll see. I, I think he's somebody that you can get very cheap right now. And maybe by this time next year, you're looking at somebody who could be every week wide receiver three in your starting lineup. Yeah, I I absolutely uh I I like that a lot. Um it and you know, it's even if you're not buying into the wide receiver, like you said, buying into the situation, but I mean, buy into the quarterback, uh cuz this is a guy that we know is going to be productive uh yes. regardless of who he's throwing to, but we've seen plenty of flashes from Josh Palmer that I think uh he's the perfect buy, but you do need to that you need to buy in, I think, soon. Uh, wide receiver, 65, 22 years old. I mean, but these are me- this is how you rebuild quickly, right? Because yes. it doesn't cost a lot to go out and get him. In fact, a lot of times he's a throw in in all these trades that we're seeing on Dynasty League football. Like, or he, it, here's an example Josh Palmer for a 2025 third round pick. I mean, nothing, nothing. But if you can get Your a league guy, might not even exist in 2025. Yeah, Hopefully exactly. it does, but whoa, exactly. you might not be alive in 2025. You might get a wide receiver three here on a really good offense that you maybe can use this year, but by next year, maybe he's a slot guy and he's now catching 85 passes a season. And while he's not going to win you your league, 
He does help your flex spot or he helps your wide receiver three spot. Those are the guys I'm trying to get if I'm rebuilding because they basically cost nothing. Yeah, I love it. Uh, right. Good call. I'm finally, we agree on something. Actually, we should have broken down the segments a little bit differently because apparently we we did not see eye to eye in segment one now. Well, it's not uh, that we see eye to eye. We both love Elijah more. I'm just a little bit more skeptical about maybe Zach Wilson and how he's going to fit in with Elijah more long-term. That's all. I mean, it's they're all fair, uh, fair, you know, question marks. But Marcus, if we didn't have that question mark of Elijah or uh, of Zach Wilson, we'd probably see the ADP of Elijah Moore climbing up the the ranks. So, if you, give me an average quarterback, if he's Mac Jones. He's probably wide receiver fourteen or fifteen right now. Mac Jones is above average. Get out of here. <laughs> if he's with Jared Goff. <laughs> I think he's probably wide receiver 14 or wide receiver 15. There you go. He, he's a Monroe St. Brown, but just a much more explosive version of that player. That's all. All right. Uh, there you go. Uh, all right. That is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. You can follow the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Check us out on YouTube as well. You can follow Kate at FFBallBlast. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Matt and Ryan will be back this week to talk about quarterbacks and running backs that you should be buying if you're in rebuild mode. We'll be back later this week to talk about tight ends. Enjoy your week, everybody. We'll see you next time.